A wise man was once inspired to write, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. The passing of time is relentless. It's said that time never stops. When I was a young man, I thought I would never retire. But guess what? Today on Ministry in Motion, we're going to explore thriving as a retiree. Our guest, Pastor T. Marshall Kelly. Pastor Kelly, welcome. We're Thank thrilled you. you're here. Thriving as a retiree. Let, let me ask you, you know, we want to make sure that our pastors, our leaders in our churches, the, the people of God, that they reach retirement. What would you say to somebody in the prime of their life so that they can prepare for retirement? I think one of the first things I must say is that when we are called, we are called by the master teacher and preacher who has risen from the grave and he is never going to die again. And wow. so we've been called to a high privilege. And if we don't live to retire, uh, then we should be happy to just to be in his service. But I must make two disclaimers before I begin talking. Number one, I am a sinner saved by grace. I have never reached the mark of any height except Jesus Christ covers me with his blood. That's a lovely testimony. That's so important so that people don't get the idea that I have so much. There's one Bible character that fascinates me. His name is, is Nebuchadnezzar. Mm -hmm. Nebuchadnezzar could have left his story out in Daniel chapter 4, but Nebuchadnezzar wrote his own story out, telling how God had him eat grass like an oxen for seven years yeah. until he realized the Most High God ruled in the affairs of men. And I thank God for him writing that story because so many times people like to tell about their successes, but we have failures and successes. And it's from that standpoint, and I'll talk about both today in our time together. That's good. That's All right? Good. Yeah. And I'd like to say to the uh, younger ministers who are now in the, in the ministry, first of all, spiritually, be consistent with your personal devotional life. That's not something you can do if you feel like it because you have an adversary who is never going to die mm. and your mental capacity has never equaled his, not at one to any time in your life. So therefore that consistency with the Lord Jesus Christ in your personal devotional life is so foundational. And so many times we think because we are old in the work, we've been a long time, there's no problem for him. So I'm only asking you to be consistent and he'll just guide you day by day. You used two key words there, Pastor Kelly, consistent and foundational. Yes. And I think they're very significant that you yes. use them in the one sentence. Yes. Yeah. Well, I had to realize the fact that without, me, without him, I can do nothing. You know, I have an adversary that, you know, 
took a third of the angels. Yes. So who do I think I am to go out to do work for Christ in my own strength? Exactly. Yes. Now, Pastor Kelly, you've been retired for some time mm -hmm. and you're speaking from experience now yes. to all retirees and to those who are planning for retirement. Yes. What would you say about the importance of keeping your mind alert and active during retirement? What, what do you suggest? What do you do? Well, as you continue to uh, talk to the Lord Jesus Christ, he will tell you about your mind. The Holy Spirit, according to um, John chapter 14, verses 16 and 17, he said, now the Holy Spirit will be with you and he'll be in you. So the Holy Spirit is going to talk to you about every aspect of your life, mm. physical, mental, spiritual, and social. And that means he will keep your mind active. He'll tell you to read more, uh, to go to this seminar, to use this situation over here, continue to grow mm. because uh, he has given you a mind that he wants to last forever, not just temporary. Exactly. Right? Yeah. All right. If well, Adam hadn't sinned, he would have the same head. <laughs> so there's much in the head that is not being used and developed as it should be. So keep on learning. Precisely. So yeah. what are the things that you enjoy reading, Pastor Kelly? Well, oh, I enjoy reading most about Jesus Christ. I've tried to zero in on his life on a daily basis, and I like to read I like to listen to seminars. I like to grow. I like to listen to people. And everybody can teach me something. Wow. From the youngest to the oldest. Mm. I learn from young pastors. I like to hear young pastors preach. I like to hear children preach. I like to hear women preach. I like to hear the whole group because everyone has something that I don't have. And my, my antenna is always out. Okay. So you're perpetually looking for learning and growing opportunities. Yes. Yeah. I have a radio broadcast. I've been on WJOU, which was WOCG now for 39 years. You're kidding me. Every Sabbath. Wow. Afternoon. Wow. Yeah. For 39 years. Yes. I interview people like you're doing me now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Except it's not on TV. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure having that active ministry. Yes. You know, so you're still active in ministry. Yes. And when you have guests on your radio program, what kind of topics do you discuss with them? Everything from two. I have doctors, attorneys, psychologists, psychiatrists. I have them all on. And what a wonderful experience it is to learn from them. Right. Okay. Yes. So when, when you're talking about keeping your mind active, you, you're reading broadly. You're still, still engaging with the gospel and the, the biographies of Christ. Yes. And you, you're meeting people on a regular weekly yes. basis and, and a, an exchange with them. That, that must be incredibly stimulating. It is stimulating. And also don't forget the teenagers and the little children. Each of them has a head on their neck that, you, that has something in it that God gave them in a unique way. Mm. And if you reach out, you'll always continue to learn. Yeah. And this is speaking to intergenerational types. Yes, yes. That's got to keep your mind active. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it makes good. a difference. Yeah, yeah. You know. oh, that's good. Pastor Kelly, when we come back, I'd like to, we've explored how we get to retirement, how we keep our mind active during retirement. Mm -hmm. Let's look at things physically, what you do. Yes. Uh, you're 88 yes. years of age. 
I'm a young retiree. You are? Yes. Okay. Well, I want to talk to you about what you do physically as an 88-year-old. Yes. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is thriving as a retiree and our guest, Pastor T. Marshall Kelly. Pastor Kelly, share with us, what, what do you do to keep yourself in such good shape? That's the first place I must acknowledge failure uh, because I like to exercise, but sometime I, since my wife has passed, I have not exercised as I should. And there have been times I haven't disobeyed the laws of health. And it would be wrong for me to go to the Lord and ask him to heal me if I'm not being obedient. But I've had to go to him in that area. But it's a matter of constant. If you fall, if you fail, get up. Mm. I think one Proverbs 24, 16 says, a righteous man falls seven times, but, you know, a just man falls seven times, but he rises again. Yeah. So when you, when you don't do what you should do, just get up, don't go in self-pity, don't go there. And whatever criticism that the Lord gives you to deal with the issue, just accept it and ask his guidance and keep moving. Yeah. So is there something that you do? Do you oh, like yes. a, a little walking from time to time? Oh, yes. I like, to, I like to do exercises with my, you know, body and so forth. I used to play uh, tennis and other things like that, but they were so time-consuming, and I still enjoy them. And, one of the problems in sports is you always want to win. You, you know, you say, we're just doing it for health, but many times competition always creates the idea of winning. Yeah. And uh, so I enjoy doing exercises, and I want to continue to do more. I think another area is rest. And many seniors and others are not as active as they should be because every day we should be doing something to touch the lives of people. We shouldn't sit around pitying ourselves. Well, I can't do from the past. Yeah. You can pray with people. You can talk to people. You can smile with people. And I enjoy smiling. I, enjoy, I can see that. You, I, you enjoy, I enjoy smiling. I enjoy But I'm saying we should be active. Even if our bodies are slowing down, we should keep active in touching the lives of people. That's one of the things that goes with your personal devotion your Bible study, your prayer, but also you must minister. As a quotation by the special messenger of the Lord that says, the true object of life is ministry. Mm. It's not getting, it's giving. Yeah. You know, I read a quotation in Desire of Ages, what it said? It said that, uh, um, that the law of self-sacrifice is the law of self-preservation. Wow. On 624, it says, the law of self-serving is the law of self-destruction. Wow. Wow. These are profound words, yes. aren't they? Yes. You know, so it's not so much about exercise for your own self. Yes. But by giving to others. Yes. You, you've blessed yourself and you've blessed others as well. And you keep moving too, yeah. you know. Exactly. And it's, it's just a privilege for Jesus to love us. And each one of us is so special to him. There are no carbon copies. Yeah. You know, 
You don't have to outdo anyone to be recognized by God. Mm. There's a place in his heart for Elder Kent that nobody else can take. Yeah. No matter how old you are, how young. Mm -hmm. Now, I believe that because you really can't minister until you know that God loves you. Yeah. Now, you, you've led us neatly into the importance of the social dimension yes. as, as thriving as a retiree. Mm -hmm. how, how important do you find relationships in retirement? Well, I must tell you that another area where I was not good was with the family. Many times you can neglect your family thinking you're helping to finish the work. Mm. And I did neglect them, not consciously. But if you don't spend time with people, you neglected them. You can use the word love a hundred times, but if you have no time. Yes. And so the Lord led me to go back to my son and apologize to him that I had neglected him. He got involved and uh, he was willing to forgive me. Wow. We talked about two hours. When we finished, both of us were in tears. Wow. And many times workers can neglect their children. Mm. and their wives and their daughters. And I was in that category. Yeah. So I want you to know that when you go back, and many times people are too proud to admit that they didn't do right. There are parents that need to go back to their older children and apologize for words they said to them. And uh, when you go back and do what he tells you to do, and now my son is not a minister, but my son preaches more than I do. Wow. Wow. That's a wonderful story. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So relationships, in fact, Elder Kent, only people have eternal value. Cars, boats, buildings, trophies, temporary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it crosses all lines. Mm. You can't just relate to the people in your culture or your race or your group. Jesus loves the world. Yeah. And uh, he wants you to do the same. Precisely. Yes. Yeah. You know, touching on human lives, <clears throat> if I can just share a little about my grandmother. Yes. My grandmother, she, she was two weeks from turning 109 when she passed away. Yes. And a wonderful woman dedicated to Jesus. But I, I noticed that the older she got, the more grief that she experienced. Yes. She praised God. She loved Jesus. But she lost two of her own children before she passed. Mm -hmm. All of her friends had died. As you age as a retiree, you say farewell to so many friends. Yes. H how do you manage grief? Pastor Kelly, particularly when it's cumulative. Yes. Well, there have been about eight members close to my family that have died. My wife passed in 2015. I'm sorry. We were married 63 years. And the Lord let me know as she's resting. I miss her naturally. And when parents bury children before they themselves pass, it is very hard. But God would not allow the enemy to take one person away that would destroy your relationship with him if you listen to him. Mm. I long to see them again. 
Yeah. My wife in particular. And I remember when they were lowering my father's body in the ground. I was a young preacher. My mother saw that I was falling apart on the inside. I, not outwardly, but mm. she saw it. And she tapped me on the shoulder. She said, son, aren't you a minister? Don't you believe the things you tell other people? Yeah. And then she said, now it's your turn. But God will not let us be destroyed by grief as we continue to relate to him. Wow. The importance of believing. Yes. Believing. Thank you, Pastor Kelly. When we come back after this break, I want to explore with you music in retirement. Great. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today is thriving as a retiree and our guest, Pastor T. Marshall Kelly. Now, Pastor Kelly, when I think of Pastor Kelly, I think of music. You know, I know that you've sung in many places, significant places in my home country of Australia, um, the Sydney Opera House. The Lord opened doors for you to be able to, to sing praises to him there. Tell us about music in retirement particularly for somebody that's had so much experience with music throughout their life. Yes. Well, I believe that music, as other talents that God lends, are for his service. And therefore, as long as you are able, he expects you to use it. And so I go to the nursing homes. I go to the hospitals. I go to the um, sometimes singing uh, for different organizations. I sing at uh, uh, many funerals, and uh, the purpose of it is to minister. Now, I must tell you that whenever you have any kind of gift that gains notoriety for you, the temptation to want to be recognized and praised is always there. I told my son, self is always in the wings every day with a tuxedo on, waiting for you to call it on. Self loves praise. Human beings love praise. Yeah. Call it recognition. Yeah. Call it I call it recognition, but I, it's what it is, you know. <laughs> and you never get enough. Mm. But that's why Jesus said, you know, give the glory and the praise to him. Mm. For example, I visited a hospital not long ago, and the gentleman had tubes all in him. And the Holy Spirit said, I want you to sing. You don't need him to look up and say thanks. In fact, when you do something for thanks, it's doubtful that your motive was correct. If you do it for the glory of God, he's the greatest paymaster in the world. Yeah. So I've had some wonderful opportunities, but the Lord says, give me all the praise. Mm. Another area about music is whenever you do music a lot, and it brings recognition to you. You also create jealousy in others, and you're going to reap some of that too, okay? Yeah. yeah. So when God trusts you with something, give him the glory, and you'll get through it a whole lot better. Mm. So I'm just grateful to be able to share in music as long as God lends me life. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. You know, Pastor Kelly, one thing that can happen 
particularly with, and it's not all retirees, it's a minority. But when they see changes happening in the church that they, and changes in the way things are done, there can be a, a seed of criticism and mm -hmm. it's almost like a, an acidic potion. Mm -hmm. I've never seen it in you. You, you come across warm and Christ-like. How do you combat it though? Well, you don't always like everything that happens, but remember when you were coming along, people didn't like everything you did either. So I think you ought to be realistic. But the head of the church is not voted in every five years. The head of the church is Jesus. And he has seen worse things than you are looking at now. Yeah. He saw Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. He saw Belshazzar's feast. Mm -hmm. He saw Miriam going against Moses and Aaron. Mm -hmm. So you're not, whatever is happening today didn't take God by surprise. Yeah. And I think he calls us to love each other. If we don't agree with each other, then that's not important. The important thing is for you to love each other, treat each other with courtesy and with respect and, and dignity, whether you like what they did or not. And that is so important for us to be Christ-like. Look how Jesus did us when we weren't even thinking about him. Yeah. He died while we were yet breaking his commandments. Yeah, yeah. And so I love my brothers and sisters, even those that can't stand me. Because <laughs> as a pastor, I've been, I, I've seen members come down and talk about you, you know, and talk to you, but I love them because yeah. Jesus said, love even your enemies. Yes. So I just want you to know, it's just a privilege being in the body of Christ. That's true. That's so true. Yes. And Pastor Kelly, when, when there's, you've read so much, you've preached a lot, you've, you've sung enormous amounts, still growing spiritually, when, when it could be like a rehash, how, how do you continue to grow spiritually in retirement? How do you thrive in that spiritual experience so that the, the, the day is coming? Mm-hmm and being ever more in love with Jesus Christ as that day approaches. Mm -hmm. how, how do you do it? Well, I've, I've watched so many other seniors that I've traveled with and I've watched who never grow old spiritually. They always want to learn. Mm. And that's the category that I'm in. It's impossible to exhaust the scriptures. It's impossible to talk to God without learning something new. And if you talk and then stop talking and listen, you see, it's never boring. Yeah. A person who says he's a Christian and is bored, that, that, that's a misnomer. Mm. Because Jesus said these words. He said, the thief cometh but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. So a person who's bored, bored in this world would certainly not want eternal life. But I can tell you, I praise God that he made it possible for me to live forever with him. It's wonderful, yeah. And I found out, I'm gonna close with this, I found out that there are 17 billion planets in the Milky Way, the same size as this Earth. It's extraordinary, it's extraordinary. 
There's a lot to discover, isn't there? It is. Yeah. Pastor Kelly, thanks so much for coming on Ministry in Motion and for sharing your insights, your perspective, and some of the pearls that you've acquired over the years. We're indebted. Thank, Thank you. you so much for the privilege. So what are the takeaway points we learned from Pastor T. Marshall Kelly, thriving as a retiree? First of all, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit as he continues to guide you in retirement. Secondly, take time for reading and study, cultivating a willingness to learn and grow. Thirdly, continue to use your gifts in active service to touch the lives of others. And the fourth point was, use your time to reflect on your relationships and make amends as necessary. And the fifth point, as you experience loss, trust in God and don't forget the comfort that you shared with others in their time of loss. And number six, strive to maintain youthful spirituality by spending regular time with Jesus. Thanks for watching Hope Channel and Ministry in Motion and may God bless you and your ministry. Bye for now.